Okay. Alrighty. And we're off. To happy see the Monday. Wizard. Yeah, happy, happy Monday. How are you doing? Um, before or after meditation? Let's start with before. Ugh. Actually, <laughs> let's start with after. How are you feeling now? Yeah, because I, I really enjoy meditating, but I don't do it a lot because I'm like, oh, it's so cheesy. And then when I do it, I feel I better. I feel great, and I have all the answers. Right? This guy talking about fake sunshine going down my spine, I'm like, all right, sign me up. Yeah. <clears throat> so I, I'm feeling a little better. Um, I'm way more in the mood to do this than I was when I first stepped in the door. Yes, same. That's that's why I'm glad we went through that because I think there was such a difference in our last episode when we were both having really good days and we were excited. And then the two before that when we were like trying to record two in one day, I think we were both like feeling very tired. Yeah. And so so yeah, so I didn't want to I didn't want us to be like over it when we should be excited. So I'm glad you're feeling better. Thank you. How have you been feeling? I have also been feeling good. I think we talked about this. Was it just last week when I'm like, I feel so good throughout the entire day. And then when I get Mm -hmm. home, I'm like, I'm so tired. I just want to eat Burger King. Speaking to my soul. I think this entire week or last week, especially, I was feeling extremely depressed. Yes. And I was getting out of my routines. And so I was like, yeah, Burger King. And I was like. Yeah, don't do my laundry. Yeah. Yeah, drink a lot this weekend. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, it's just, it is, like, for me, it's... Spiraling. It's really, like, you're either all in or you're not in at all. Correct. And I feel like I'm, I'm like, giving myself too much credit because I'm like, no, but you're making other people happy and you're doing this and this is going well. But I am just not taking the time to slow down and just say, no, Mm -hmm. you have to focus on yourself. But... I think meditating is good. The fact that we're sitting on yoga mats and I'm just stretching my legs and my feet feels amazing. The only thing are my elbows. Yeah. Always, always gets me in yoga. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm stretching my belly out. It's yeah. It's feeling good. I'm just like, everything hurts. <coughs> my shins are tight. My everything is bleh. But, mm. but yeah, I feel like for the majority, I'm good. I'm just... I feel exhausted all the time, and part of me thinks it's because my head is always spinning with ideas, freaking, ugh, seasonal depression just seems like this last week has been like, hey, I know this has been manageable and you've been fine, but actually, fuck you, here's some rain and here's some icky weather. And blah. So it was bad. And today it was it's sunny. I know it's so nice. Like, yet we still feel like crap because yeah. But I think it's because we've been like the season up has been bad. Yeah. yeah, it's finally time to like shed new light. So so yeah, I feel like we both had similar like past few days where it's just ugh, so draining. depressed, so depressed. Yeah, and the, you, literally it's like I don't even know. I don't even have like a pulse to like put it on and say here's what it is. But I was I was walking around like my little lake mm-hmm. area yesterday with Mace when I got out of the car. We had been in the car for so long. And I was just walking and I was like, okay, female empowerment, everything is great, things are happening, everything is wonderful. And then all of a sudden I was just kind of like, huh, I guess if my plan doesn't work out, I could just like drown in this lake. And then I'm like, just as I was just mm-hmm. having this banter with myself, walking Mace, and then I was just like... What? Like yeah, just better two... bring up a little, uh, little uh, suicide. Yeah, yeah, and I was just like, "What the hell?" I was like, "Where is that even coming from? Why is that even registering my brain?" And so ever since that, I've just been in like, 
this weird mood. Like, what is that about? Why is that? Why did that happen? So I, that's been my past two days. I cannot even joke when I said I had a CT scan of my sinuses on, I think it was last Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. And, uh, you know, before I went in, I was in a great mood. And then two days after I got them done and waiting to hear about it, I was like, ugh, I hope I have cancer and I die. Oh, like, no. How, like, yeah. How, um, but what? Who, who fucking wants that? Nobody. Yeah. What is wrong with me? Right. So well, nothing's wrong <clears throat> except we both just have depression. It mm-hmm. seems, but well, that's why we're here right. to exactly. talk it through. We're not therapists, but we're figuring, we're it, figuring out. it out. Yeah, we've got Sarah. Who there's our honorable mention of Sarah. Hey, for... girl. <laughs> I'll see you tomorrow. It's oh, Tuesday. so lucky. So lucky. We've branched out, and now I'm going every two weeks instead of every week, and I'm just kind of, maybe that's also why I'm like, because I'm like, change and consistency, and everything seems to be changing in the past, like, five minutes, mm-hmm. but that's okay. I'm learning to uh, ride the wave, yeah, so girl. to speak. Ride that wave. Yeah, but I don't know. That's, that's what's on my mind. That's the tea. But here's the other thing. I don't think we could have the magnitude of cl- clinical depression that we have without the magnitude of self-esteem issues we've probably struggled with over the years. Which brings us to today's topic. topic. Yes. <laughs> I can't wait to see what uh, what one-liner comes about that presents itself as the uh, title of this episode. But That is a very it's gonna uh, be pos- self-positive word. That, I don't know. Self-esteem. Yeah. I tried to make it work. I just, I couldn't make it work. <laughs> couldn't do it today. Couldn't do it. That's not because I have low self-esteem. Yeah. For the record. For the record. For the record. So tell me about your your journey with our friend self-esteem. Yeah. So I think I just mm. got some, like, Mazel tov. four months ago. Yay! Yeah. Um. So 28 years in, 28 years in, like, I don't know, however many months in, 10 months and I got my first dose of self-esteem. So, okay, so I guess this is how it started. I never had any, and up until like maybe a year ago, I really thought I was dumb. So, obviously, if you've seen any of the pictures I have of like me going through puberty, I'm not really much of a looker like back in the youth. I was Please really... Please note that I'm shaking my head and rolling my eyes violently. Continue. <laughs> okay. I was like 4'10". I was like really, really skinny and I just looked like gangly like I was on Mm. meth or something it was weird (laughs) I didn't hit puberty until I was I don't know older like I was like the last girl in my class to get my period so everybody's like are you sure you're a girl and by the time I was a sophomore in high school and I'm like I don't know fucking am I sure I'm a girl I don't mom should I go to the doc yeah yeah and then it's like Uh, just I never had like success in dating. Even now, I'm just like I hate it. And um, yeah. So I've never like had good self esteem when it comes to dating. I've never had good self esteem when it comes to like body image because I went from being this like gangly little guy and I had to have like jaw surgery. And so I went from having like underbite to having a new face. Like, and then and then yeah. And then I went from like having zero boobs to having the biggest boobs so it's like which in all fairness a lot of girls at that age would be like self-esteem go whoop yeah but then it was all like for the negative attention and the old like me too movement and it's just like oh that's not as fun yeah Um, so she took the fun right out of it took the fun right out and then 
um, yeah, so I just, I don't know. I just never had self-esteem. And then I just, I hated doing homework. So I didn't really ever get, like, good grades in middle school and (laughs) high school until my, like, junior year when I was like, oh, I want to go to DePaul. I wanted to go to college. So I was like, I better start making good grades so I can go. And I, like, everyone's like, oh, the school's really competitive, like, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, okay, so I'm probably not going to get in, but I wrote an essay about, like, just all my experiences that had, like, happened in high school, blah, 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 and I was essentially just, like, pleading for a new life. And so I didn't think, I thought that was, like, the only reason I could have gotten in is because I wrote this convincing essay, just like, God, get me out of here, I need to move to the city. Um, (laughs) And it couldn't have done anything, it couldn't have had anything to do with my grades um, or my brain. Um, And so... I thought I was literally a dumbass because I was like, there, well, I just got through, I I got to school because um, I wrote a really compelling essay and then I graduated because I worked really hard, but I don't think I was smart because like school was such a struggle because I had ADHD and didn't know about it. So I just thought like, (laughs) everyone doesn't know how to read. Squirrel. Yeah, squirrel through everything. And so, so yeah. Mm. And then I started realizing like, oh, I do enjoy learning, and I do have kind of, like, a wealth of knowledge in some areas. Maybe I am. And so then as I started to realize that, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really good with a hand signal. That's okay. um, I was trying to signal to her to hand me a pen. but That, that signal. Um, <laughs> but, but, yeah, so then as I started to realize, oh, I might actually be smart, and I might actually have – a valid opinion in some aspects of my life and be educated where others are not and I might have something to say, then I started to see, like, oh, okay, at least in my brain or at least in my, like, capacity, I can be successful. And then hopefully the rest of self-esteem, like, follows suit after that. Did I ever tell you about my theory about people with ADHD? I think about, like, superpower, superpowers. Yeah, I think... But you've never told it to me, but I do believe it's a topic, so So, let's go. Because here's the thing is, I work with a lot of kids and a lot of friends, obviously, who um, have ADHD, and they battled their whole lives being like, I'm stupid, I can't focus, I can't do this, I don't know how. Yeah. And I have studied ADHD, I mean, at a collegiate level. I mean, I I hopefully, I feel like I know the ins and the outs Mm -hmm. of ADHD. And I truly believe it is a superpower because I've never met someone who can both, I mean, you can multitask like it is your job. And then you can (laughs) zone in and hyper focus without hearing a single person around you. (laughs) Yeah. And and there's no other kind of person who can do that. Even it's, the most disciplined people are like, nope, time to take a break. Or even the most, you know, non-disciplined people are, you know, trying to do a hundred things at once. Yeah. Even they lose that focus. But, yeah. But people with ADHD <laughs> hyper focus hard, man. And if you put it in the right place, then it is yeah. truly a gift. Right. Even without it, people who can zone out and look at outer space and think about all it for so yeah. long, that's great meditation. Yeah, it's freaking great. Like, during meetings and stuff, I'm just kind of like, Phew. there will literally be times. I'm just kind of like, yep, 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 got it. And then I, like, just stop and I realize I'm like, I haven't been listening to a word that during, has been said. During meditation, you said that your ADHD was out of control and you didn't even <laughs> hear what the guy was saying. Yeah, so I we, can believe that. we meditated for three minutes. And in that three minutes, I... <laughs> 
<laughs> fidgeted on my mat. I realized how much my back hurts from my boobs. I talked. I thought about how much like boob surgery would cost and like <laughs> what the recovery would be like. And then I was like, oh, I should take my bra off. And then all of a sudden, I'm still fidgeting. And they're like, and now you can open your eyes. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> I was just Where getting. Am I? I was just getting comfortable. <laughs> Hang on. I just, I just always think it's interesting when people with ADHD were like, I thought I was stupid up until I learned I wasn't <laughs> stupid. Yeah. Like, and that's the thing. It's like my sister got like straight A's and I didn't because I just remember, I remember in fifth grade was the first time I just kind of was like, what is the point of doing this homework? It's dumb. I'm just going to stuff it in my desk because I don't understand the mm-hmm. point in doing it. It was like a color sheet and we had to do like secondary colors and it was just like a little maze or something. It was like color this in orange, green, and purple or whatever the colors are. And I was like, I already know what these fucking colors are. If you want to like ask me whatever the primary, secondary colors are, I'll tell you. But I don't need to color this fucking color sheet. So I was just like, I'm not going to do that. And then I just stopped doing my homework. And everyone was like, your grades are terrible. And it just, nobody, like, we just didn't know that I was like not doing it. And I wasn't right. motivated by it. And so that's what, like, Sarah and I talk about now is, like, when I don't have a challenge, I'm just, like, not motivated to work on it. Mm-hmm. If, like, if... That's been something ingrained in you yes, since you were a kid. Yeah. Like, that's what awesome. The, psycho. No, that's so great. I'm so jealous. Uh, no. I can never sleep. <laughs> <laughs> it's got its, like, rewards, but also its downsides. But, yeah, it's just, like, I think that's why I had to leave, like, corporate recruiting because it's, like, yeah, after I got the break that I needed, I was, like, this is it. Like, what the freaking heck do I do with all my downtime? And then I would just, like, start cycling through these, like, big-time life goals of what I was going to achieve because I had so much downtime. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, huh, let me roll, roll out this plan. And now here we are. And yeah. now I'm so busy. I don't have time to like dream humongous, which is okay. Cause I have enough on my plate mm-hmm. to like get me somewhere within the next like two to year time frame, And so that's good. But it's like now I kind of miss the big dream aspect and putting all my attention towards that. So yeah, yeah. it's, it's a journey. It sure is. Yeah. I feel you know, like most of my journey, especially realizing that I had self esteem and then I lost it and then I regained it, it was yeah. very okay, very yeah, difficult. Go, go through years a little. As a kid, I was super, stupid confident to a point where I felt I could be friends with everybody. I felt mm-hmm. like I ruled my school. Keep in mind, I was second grade, but I was, I was special. Yeah. Um, and I say that because. As my self-esteem started to get lower because people were obviously saying things about me being a bit pushy, um, trying to get ahead of everybody else, I became a straight-up bully and was so mean to everybody, to the other kids, to my sister. I bit a kid so hard they unenrolled him from the school. Oh, my gosh. I wish I was kidding. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I was a good person. Anyway, so fast forward, I'm in middle school and junior high, and I... Tell people, oh, I don't care what people think about me. I just read the gospel according to Larry, so I was a minimalist. And I, you know, I went to school wearing bell-bottom jeans with my Skechers and one of my dad's hoodies. Had braces, my hair was a big frizz ball, and I was breaking out everywhere. I was a proactive kid. It It was a dream. Yeah. And I'm out here 
you know, pretending that I don't care and noticing that everyone is teasing me. Uh-huh. And that's when my self-esteem started to really plummet. It was when I felt that I needed to be liked by other people, which happens when you're in middle school. Yeah, and absolutely. As a teenager. <clears throat> so in high school, I dressed differently. I let people treat me differently. I let myself be allowed to be treated differently more so. And I realized by my senior year that I actually was kind of awesome. And I wasn't this trash bag that all these people were trying to tell me I was. Yeah. I was smart, but people would try to tell me how much smarter they were. I graduated with a 3.7, 3.8 from high school. Yeah. I was in the top 10% of my class. No. No, it was, it was 20% because there were a lot of smart kids. I mean, it was... It wasn't like I was stupid, and I scored well on my SATs, I got into IU, no problem. It, it was... What is what happening, is happening? What in what my is apartment complex? I have no idea. There's like a sound of styrofoam scratching against each other, but it yeah, sounds but more it's like... like oh, like it sounds like construction. industrial level, yeah. Hmm. Hopefully that's meant to be no, there. Okay. Anyways, know. my intellect, I always, I always think, okay, you're smart, and I have that down. Yeah. And I think that I have a fun personality, but sometimes I worry that I am too much mm-hmm. or I'm not enough of myself or, you know, I, I worry about, well, what if people don't see the real me? Who is the real me? I still am trying to figure that out. Yeah. I think my biggest self-esteem issues have always been as a kid from my body because when I was little, little, I was skin and bones. And then as I hit puberty, I was round. Yeah. <laughs> and then as I got to college, I gained and lost weight like crazy. And people were always commenting on my weight. Mm-hmm. Oh, you've lost weight. Oh, you look like you've gained healthy weight. Oh, you've lost weight. You've gained healthy weight. Which healthy weight is a real thing. But when you are 5'5 five, five and you weigh almost 200 pounds, there's no healthy weight. Yeah. I, I just realized, I was like, I wonder whatever happened. Because I was so, so, so skinny. But... All through high school and college, I thought I was fat. And I think it's because when I hit puberty, I just wasn't for oh my gosh. anymore. Puberty makes every girl's self-esteem in her body yeah. much plummet. And if it doesn't, then you are lucky and count yourself so blessed. Yeah. So I think I just always envisioned myself as this fat girl. I did the same thing. And then now I like ate like a like a person who just treated themselves like a fat girl. And now I'm like, huh. Boy, there was a disconnect. Yeah. Back from old 22-year-old Rach, uh, who does, was like a size 6 does, in. Does anyone else look at their pictures from when they were younger and go, oh my god, I was so skinny. Ugh. I was looking at a picture of myself from my sophomore year winter formal, and that was the year I was playing rugby, and my coach was a uh, football coach. He had us doing two-a-days, where in the mornings we were running two miles, and in the evenings we were running two miles, on top of intense weights workouts. Yeah. Um, we were playing every weekend. I had abs. I mean, I literally had cut-out abs. I saw a picture of myself bending back a little bit, doing like that balling Yeah. because I was really tight, and I did that every year. And you could see my hip bones sticking out of my dress. I was like, queen! And then I was like, no, no, wait, no. <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> I think as I get older, too, it's just yeah. weird. Like, I'm about to stand next to my sister, and she is so petite. Yeah. But she thinks she's fat. The The people at the dress shop told her she needed to lose weight to fit in a gown that she purchased that they took in. She is 5'2", maybe 120, 110. 
Yeah. So cute. So cute. So beautiful. And she felt like crap wearing her dress because these people told her she needed to lose weight in it. And I'm out here like, um, I weigh a lot more than that. You have me wearing blush pink, which does not match my eczema or my skin tone. Oh my god, my rosacea. I have to stand next to you and I am significantly larger than you in many facets. Um, if you don't feel good about your body, then I... I don't even know how to feel. And then I feel like there's just no woman who feels good about her body. I feel like even the most athletic I think women, some do, but they, there's always that thought of how can I make my body better. Yeah. I just don't think it's ever or it's ever going to be. I think it's the same thing with all human behavior. It's once you get to your goal, it's never enough. Exactly. But I think that was when I started to realize, okay, your self-esteem is not based on any other worth other than... How do you feel about yourself? What do you love about yourself? So I stopped caring as much about that. True. But now I'm back in that spiral of my f- mm-hmm. body image, self-esteem, but everything else is way up there. Yeah. I don't feel awkward. I'll talk to a stranger. I feel like I'm myself 99% of the Me time. Me too. But I mean, I got fillers under my eyes. Uh-huh. I'm, yeah, I'm trying, I'm trying out this new face wash. It's time reversal and it cost me $150 what's the point everyone ages but I'm out here like I'm 27 I don't want to look fucking 27 yeah and I look oh my gosh I'm 12 I look just I am not even 30 yet and I feel like I look 109 I feel like I've aged so poorly I cannot believe how being in your mid-20s you suddenly are the focus of aging products. Yes. That seriously makes me so upset because I wonder to myself, how come I really want to get fillers when a lot of people mm-hmm. I know have dark circles under their eyes? And then I look at girls around me who don't have dark circles under their eyes, yeah, not knowing if they get fillers or not. And I'm like, well, maybe they're getting fillers too. Or maybe they're young. Or maybe something's yeah. wrong with me. So better go out and do it. Yeah. Things that I've learned, even going from 27 to 29, has been... I truly know the definition of fine lines and wrinkles. My pores, oh wow, are just so big. And then, yeah, rosacea has just really... I used to have such pretty skin. Like, I pretty too, bronze man. skin. And now I'm just like, mm. And it's like, if I wear makeup, I get breakouts. If I don't wear makeup, you can see my breakouts. But at the end <laughs> of the day, I've just had to start kind of telling myself, even if I go out the door and I'm like, I look like shit... I'm like, okay, well, at least I'm going to be, like, kind to a human today. I'm going to mm-hmm. uh, do the best of my ability to, like, work hard. Picking the battles. Yeah. And just, like, not giving any sort of clout to my appearance. Because until, like, even, I don't know, I just need to get back to a routine of, like, exercising frequently, eating the right foods, waking up and meditating consistently Mm -hmm. because that's when I know I'm feeling good and even if I know this even if I don't look look any different even if my body stays the same weight I know I feel different and feel better and that just makes it so much easier for me to like not be miffed at my Mm -hmm. body if I see it like compared to someone else or something else if I just know I'm I'm doing the best thing but that yeah. is a hard thing to do when you're like wallowing in depression or you're having a moment of really, really bad self-esteem. It's so hard to like pull yourself out of that funk. Oh, yeah. Which I think kind of brings us to another one of the topics we were going to cover today, which would be uh, just what some, some activities we do when we're depressed that are really unusual and we wonder if other people do them. Yeah. What are some so of yours? Many. Um, I will eat... 
<laughs> this is so gross, but I don't care. I will eat refried beans right out of the can. Ew. Yeah. Just because refried beans, I don't like They're those. nostalgic. They, they make me feel so comforted. Okay, that's what Burger King does for me. Tell me about your beans. Uh, <laughs> my beans. <laughs> my beans. You can call me beans, like even Stevens, if you want. Um, growing up, uh, my sister was really picky, and it usually is my mom, my sister, and me for dinner. So, you know, a lot of times we'd just be tired because my mom was working, and uh, my dad was traveling, so, yeah. all right, who wants to go to get some Taco Bell bean burritos? It was me. Who wants to make homemade bean burritos? Me. Because all you have to do is take it out of the can, heat it up, and then wrap it up yeah. and serve it. And so when I was growing up, I would feel, you know, really nostalgic some days and be like, Mom, can I just have, like, a can of refried beans for dinner? And I'd heat it up. Ah. And I'd just eat a can of refried beans for dinner. And I'd do that when I'm depressed, and she'll know. If I'm watching Disney movies and, eating and or eating beans, beans yeah. she knows I'm depressed. That, those are your warning signs. <laughs> those are my warning signs, everybody. Oh my gosh. That is... I just go back to being a child, honestly. Yeah, I, I think that's what I do too. But like, I was thinking about this the other day and I'm like, why is it Burger King? I'm like, God, it is not even good anymore. <laughs> it is not good. Um, take that back there. Burgers are still flame. No pun intended. Sometimes they taste rubbery though, but it's like, yeah, I literally I don't eat it enough to I get I literally almost got it today because I was like, it's been such a bad day. I, I got a Taco Bell bean burrito on the way here. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Wait, wait, wait. Better yet, though, I was in line and I was just thinking to myself, man, you are broke as a fucking joke right now. This is all you can afford. Good thing because you really want it. And I get to the window and the, the guy sees me hand a credit card for something. It's a dollar seventy four. He goes, "It's on the house." And I was like, "Woo!" So I just skedaddled home. That's your win. That's your win. That was oh my, my god, that's amazing. No, what? Oh freaking heck! What were we just depression? With things that you do when you're depressed that are yeah. weird. Oh, okay. But with Burger King, I think the reason it's my nostalgia is <clears throat> we had very little money growing up mm. but my mom like had us all in piano lessons when we were in elementary school and they were Tuesday nights <clears throat> and Tuesday either before piano lessons or after piano lessons we got to go to Burger King and I oh my god it was so freaking good because we never like got we like we just had like not a lot of money so we didn't go out to eat that often but Burger King was so freaking good their chicken nuggets oh you oh. know that they have that Ten nuggets for like a dollar, right? What? Boy. Boy, let me tell you. We took the girls to Burger King because uh, we had to go to an away game. Uh-huh. And I, I'm pretty sure. Sorry if I'm wrong, BK Lounge. I had a lot of inaccuracies in my last... Uh, my last podcast I listened back this, and I was like, these the, are not fucking facts at all. You've made a this, lot of this up. This podcast sponsored by BK Lounge. <laughs> and the lies. 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 Kelly. But I'm pretty sure that they got chicken nuggets 10 for a dollar. Well, that's amazing. It was incredible. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. But I yeah. think another weird thing that I do when I'm uh, depressed is I... Uh, I spend a lot of money. Yes! Oh my gosh, I almost went to go to the store yesterday because I'm like, I don't feel like doing laundry. Mm -hmm. I'm like, why don't I just go to Kohl's and like buy new clothes? Mm -hmm. And I was literally on my way out the door and I'm like, what are you doing, you asshole? Put your, just as much time. You get to a point where you're like, I don't even care. 
what I look like or how much money I have, I'm blowing it all and I'm blowing it all in my pajama pants. Yes. Because yes. life is trash and yeah. I deserve this. Yeah. And, and so that's the thing. It's like usually I'll like <laughs> buy something on Amazon or I'll want to go spend money on clothes, but then I'll be depressed when I go clothes shopping because everything like doesn't look like mm-hmm. I want it to in my head. Then I have to realize the magnitude of how much I'm not taking care of my body. And then I'm like, ah. Mm-hmm. And then by the end of that whole ordeal, I'm like, let me just go order cheesecake. Yes. And it doesn't help oh any of that. Cheesecake sounds so good. Doesn't it? Wow. Oh, wow. Let's go to the Cheesecake Factory after this. Absolutely. So that's one thing that I do when I'm depressed is binge And not just kind of like, oh, I splurged on a Happy Meal, guys. Like, no. I could probably house like four to 6,000 calories in a sitting. Sounds, um, wow. I mean, it sounds amazing, but also unhealthy. It's super unhealthy. Um, but yeah, and, and that's what I worry about. Like, that's like something that's been like weighing so heavily on my mind is like, how do I get a grab on this? Like, Cause the other thing is like, I know the tools, I know what I need to be doing, mm-hmm. but my like wellness coach has talked about this and I think I've talked about it with Sarah before. It's just like this, um, and yeah, this kind of like feast or famine thing. And I think it's like this thing that happens when you grow up without a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Like you yeah, start telling, yeah, you start, too. you start telling yourself or whatever, like I'm going to, I'm going to start like parsing this out or like even, even doing less mm-hmm. and your body's just, I don't know. But then I tell myself it's so hard because I'm like, no, you're just not being disciplined. But when I tell myself that, then I'm like, okay, we'll start tomorrow. I'll start tomorrow. And I know there are people who are just like, Ugh. just eat, like stop eating. What I'm, you don't I'm the eat. queen of I'll start tomorrow. Yes, me too. And, and that's the thing. It's like, I know once I get going, I really enjoy how I feel. I feel stronger. Mm-hmm. I feel healthier. But I don't know why I put up such a resistance to starting. Because mm-hmm. I know, just give it four days and you're going to feel great. But instead, I'm like, no, I'm just not going to sleep. And I'm going to eat like shit. Then I'm going to drink yep. Starbucks and yep. guzzle that. And then by the time I'm ready to crash, I'm going to eat like something really filling and fatty. Because that will make me feel better for the stomach ache. The acid burned through my <laughs> yep. stomach lining from coffee because I didn't sleep. And then I get home and I'm like, ugh, I'm exhausted. I feel like shit. I don't have the energy to cook. I'm just going to order something else. Ugh. And it's like, I just never take one minute and say, no, you would feel better if you put a vegetable in your body. Isn't that how it always goes? Um, yeah. The body wants vegetables. And by the time you're craving vegetables, it's too late. Yeah. Your body's just like, well, start vegetables tomorrow. And then by the time tomorrow rolls around, you're like, no, I'm okay with Chick-fil-A breakfast. Oh, Chick-fil-A breakfast. Yeah. We have to stop talking about all this food. Yes, we do. I'm doing my calorie counter, and I went over on my bean burrito by two ca- 22 <sighs> calories. Oh, you can walk that off. You can walk Gordy. Mm, he has a backyard, though. See, this is this is yeah. what happens to me. Um, two more weird things that I do. Um, <laughs> I dwell on people who have died in my life when I'm okay. depressed. You I will think about it. Yeah. And I will pull out all the old pictures and the letters and the like the memories, and I make myself so sad. I'm like, you know what? Fuck you, Michelle. You think you're sad now, bitch, but let me really take you there. And I'm like, ah! really yes. taking myself there. Sorry, Macy. Good morning, Macy. Oh, I do the same thing. I instantly go to my my grandparents. And then I think about how it's devastatingly sad I was at their funerals. And then mm-hmm. I just like, oh, just make myself sick with how much I'm not amounting to the potential that they probably saw in me. And it just, oh, it escalates. And it's so ugly and it's so bad. And then I just like listen to really sad music. And then, oh. 
I think that's why my taste in music growing up was My Chemical Romance. Yeah. Taking Back Sunday. Evanescence. I loved Evanescence. God, I loved it. Dude, that that first album is still horrifying. You should totally listen to it. We, uh... We heard an Evanescence song on the radio today. I think it was like "Bring Me Back to Life" or whatever that song is. Wake me up, yeah. Wake me up inside. And wake up, wake me up inside. Yeah. So trying to skin, I was like, "This is the first <laughs> concert I ever went to." I was like, "I was so fucking hard." Yeah, you were. <laughs> oh, I think we've talked about this before, but then this other really quiet kid at work. He's just like the sweetest person alive. He apparently just thought it was the funniest thing that I was at this Evanescence cart concert. Like. <laughs> I've got problems. <laughs> <laughs> would you say that's the weirdest? Like, that's the number one concert people would look at you and be like, that's the last place I think you'd go? I was at a Kesha concert. That's, I that's got good. punched in the eye at a Flogging Molly concert. I, I, I remember that story. I've been to I've been to an Aretha Franklin concert. Ooh. She was amazing. Um, I've been to... No, I, I think... Uh, no one would be surprised. You, yeah, depending on who you ask. People I think Evanescence like, was my surprise for you. Yeah. Oh my god! I let love me that. let me give you a quick laundry list. Yeah, um, Marilyn Manson. Oh, yep. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> corn. Oh, of course. <laughs> of course, corn. <laughs> I don't want to go any further. <laughs> okay, I have like the funniest story about music. Uh, so my friend and I a few years ago, I don't know why we were just out gallivanting around. I think we had gotten dinner and then we were just like, we should get Dairy Queen blizzards, you know, per huge one of my favorite Friday night activities. Fuck, dude, stop talking about all these. Sweets. You're right, you're right. But it's I don't okay. know. Look we were truth. we were talking. We were like listening to like her old iPod or something, and we were listening like just all of us. All of a sudden, we both thought to play the song "Youth of the Nation" by POD. Do you oh remember that God. band? And like trapped, headstrong. <laughs> headstrong, Um, Okay, what's another thing you do that you do when you're depressed? Um, I will put on a lot of makeup. Like a lot of makeup, because I can. Oh, that's good. Um, no, it's, it's strange because I try to overcompensate, and when people see that I put in an effort, I don't seem as sad because my face is all caked on. Yeah. Um, and I also think it makes me feel a little better until mm-hmm. I look in the mirror later and I'm oily, and I'm like, oh, it's because you didn't wash your face because you're depressed. <laughs> yeah. I isolate myself. Like, I will cancel plans. I will just, like, text minimally unless mm-hmm. like unless I'm just text, texting someone that I don't have like a genuine like relationship with I'm just Same. like t- wasting time but I will not talk to the people who like care about me because oh. I'm just kind of like this is too much you oh. never want to be a burden yeah but also you don't want to tell your friends yeah, how it's just, obvious is that to tell your friend and get help? Why not dwell on how sad you are? A little exactly, more? <laughs> exactly. And it's like I know, especially because it's like I know you. I know literally. I don't even like text Sarah on like the when I was walking around the lake and I was like, I could drown in there. And then I was just like, huh? But I like didn't tell anybody. Like I, I texted it to a few people a few times. I like wrote out the text. Like I just had this weird thought. Somebody might want to be clued in on this. But I was just like, no. That's weird and it's like it is so weird but I'm like there are definitely people I'm sure they'd understand but then there are some people I'm like they might try to understand but they would just be horrified like how do you just think that casually so it's kind of where I am yeah. I, just, I isolate very much I feel that hardcore yeah and if anybody who listens to this by some miracle has weird things that they do when they're depressed yeah share tell us all of the terrible and hilarious and 
normal or abnormal in your mind things that yes. you do. Um Oh gosh. Okay, well we're about 30 minutes in, which I think is a perfect time to kind of wrap up on uh some of our funny stories. Are there any stories yeah, that lighten the mood? Yeah. Are there any stories that you've kind of thought of? I know you didn't have any when we initially started. Uh, I know. But is there anything that you just remember through kind of all of our memory jogging and This and, is like a recent, correct? Or just anything that makes you anything. laugh uncontrollably or something that you're kind of like this is such an indicator of my now personality from youth. Yeah, sure. Uh, my favorite YouTube video in college and to this day is called Ketchup Robot. Okay. And I wish that the users could watch it right now. But I, Rachel, I know this is really strange, but I'm going to make you watch it. I'm ready for it. So to set the scene for you... It's an old, old video, and this guy <laughs> makes a robot, and he puts a ketchup bottle on it facing upside down with a little green arm that spins on it, and then he plays the 20th century a fox theme. So this is a robot. caption of yeah. our next post link is in the caption link in caption yep yep that works. i'm gonna make a note of that yes now call. tell me your funny stories okay so i'm gonna let you choose these are two stories i just kind of remembered in the therapy on friday with sarah i'll let you choose which one uh you want to hear I, one of, uh, one, yeah one of them is about like how my family and i had to like chase these mules down the highway <laughs> twice <laughs> Oh, and the other one is the time I accidentally set my pasture on fire. <laughs> and I, I'm automatically thinking of the Emo meme with the flames. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my mom, I alerted her right away, but she was like, you need to go for a call the fire department. And I did, but after I got my video camera ready for filming, and then I called the fire department. Oh my God. So I told so Sarah, I, I was like... I guess we better go into that story. I am a sociopath, question mark. Um, but yeah, so that was like fifth or sixth grade. I was pretty young. Yeah. And we had, we lived on this like old historic like landmark. Um, it was actually, we lived on a historical marker. Um, it wasn't the Trail of Tears, but it was the Trail of Death by the Potawatomi Indians. So it was like literally this historical land marker and then we had all these like old buildings like barns and like sheds and stuff from like mm -hmm. the 1900s like our house was really really old so when we were in like middle school high school age we we were just like oh my gosh it was not at all like what I see in Indianapolis where you get a builder and like a contractor and a permit mm -hmm. to like make changes we literally just like had our family come for a three-day weekend and like had bulldozers and tractors and friends and we were just yanking these building down with chains and I fire I not picture you doing this 
Uh, you cannot? I cannot. Oh my god. It was like the best thing in the entire world. But just like these old barns, and I think about it now, I'm like, that was so unsafe. <laughs> and none of us had like hard hats or anything. We were just out there just pulling stuff down. Yeah, builds character. And uh, anyway, we had like this huge like plot of land. Um, so my grandpas would come and they just like use these backhoes to like just dig big pits in our yard. So it put like just all this aged rotting terrible wood from these historical and uh, the buildings weren't historical but they were old, old. And, I, and i'm sure it would have cost like oh my god so much money to restore but we just <laughs> yanked them on down yeah um and so i was out there drinking a pepsi having like a lunch break and i just loved fire in my youth it was a routine thing to have our fire pits mm-hmm. and it was like our burn pits so we just like throw shit out there <laughs> Sophistication in class is uh, number one. It's that rural life. Yeah, and so I just remember specifically, I throw my Pepsi can in, and I, like, kind of watch it melt down, and I was like, that's cool. (laughs) Science. Yeah, I, like, turn my head to go, like, see what the next round of, like, carrying load is, and then all of a sudden I just hear, pew, and I turn, and the Pepsi can had shot out of oh the, my God. out of the uh, fire pit, and had ignited the dry, dead middle of summer in central Illinois weeds that were all over my pasture, and it just ignited. So I text or I like go and get my mom, and we're like getting buckets and stuff. She's like, "Call the fire department." So I was like, "Yeah, you're right." So I do, and then I was like, but this is going to be so cool. So I go upstairs to my ca- my video camera, and I get my battery. I get a new tape in place. Oh, my God. Like, it wasn't you, just a quick. You prepared. It wasn't just like a quick, like, oh, I know where it is. I had to, like, I was up there for a minute putting the whole ensemble oh together. And then, yeah, I go, and I call 911, and by the time I'm back outside, literally everybody's there. But the magnitude of this fire, five fire departments had to come. <gasps> oh, my God, Rachelle! <laughs> But I was telling Sarah. But don't worry, you have it on tape. I well, I don't know where the tape is. The tape is long it. gone, unfortunately. Or maybe it's not. <laughs> I need to like find all that like footage and stuff. But I bet I have it somewhere. Um, but the cool thing is, my mom used to like as punishment, or even just like as character building, and because she wanted our yard to look nice, she would like have us go out in the summer and like pull weeds in the pasture and stuff, and she would like have us trim them down. It was oh god, it was awful. But since I lit the whole thing on fire, it was kind of like a scorched earth policy and everything just had to regrow. So everything was burnt, but we didn't have to do any sort of like weed pulling that summer. So kind of they're welcome. Yeah. Everyone's welcome. Yeah. So that was... Five fire stations. That is so excessive. And I'm really glad you told that story. Yeah. So pyromania, uh, first hint, sixth grade. Perfect. Yeah. I also want to make a note before we go that Rachel and I have matching colors on to a T. Yeah. Okay. So literally I have on black pants that are kind of stretchy, but I still get to pass them off at work. Like it worked kind of like a jumpsuit the last time. They were $11 from Meyer, the grocery store. Girl. And then this shirt, I think I got from Amazon or Kohl's, like a Hunter Jade Green. And that's my outfit. And then you have on. I have on black and white pants, uh-huh. a black top and a identical shade of green sweater. sweater that looks so comfy too it is it's my grandma sweater i call it because it looks literally like an old person was like here you look cold and it's like 70 degrees inside so that's what this is yeah i love it yeah 
Well, I'm glad we color coordinated. Me too. And I'm glad that we meditated. Yes, me too. And that rhymed. Coordinated, meditated. Oh, you're right. Oh, I had to search the ADHD archive. I'm an obvious rapper, everybody. I rap. I am a rapist. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, here's the title of our show, I hope. (laughs) I'm the rapist. The rapist. Bye. See ya. (laughs)